Hi guys! Hi! Hello! <laughs> um, welcome back to episode 9 of Coffee with Victoria. And you already know what I'm going to ask you. How are you? How are you feeling? Check in with yourself and let's have a nice coffee date together. Or, you know, whenever you're listening to this, if you're drinking whatever beverage of choice you're having at this moment. <laughs> um, I'm actually recording this at night because I didn't get the chance to record until now. Um, and I did record it earlier, but I heard Miso so much in the background. She's like, cause she was, she just ate dinner and she like was going crazy. And all you hear is her squeaking her toy. And I'm like, oh boy, it's not like you could barely hear me. So I was like, okay, it's fine. We'll re-record it. Um, again, it's totally fine. And um, I wanted to also say thank you to you guys who listen to the latest podcast and just, you know, just listen to my, all my podcasts in general and giving me so much support. I always appreciate it. Um, but anyways, um, yes, check in with yourselves. I hope that you're doing well. And just like with my other podcasts, I always want you to make sure that you are, you know, um, being curious and being mindful of your emotions and feeling your emotions and naming them and unpacking them if you want to you know up to you if you want to unpack them at this time or not but it is very important to be aware of your thoughts that are creating your results in life um and then same thing if you're feeling happy if you're feeling happy today great Uh, that's awesome but be aware of that you are creating that happiness you have that power right and then knowing that you have that power you you are familiar how to create it then you can always create it in every circumstance isn't that cool um but yeah anyways that's not what i wanted to talk about today um since it is still aapi month i still want to talk um about asian communities mental health in um asian households and this episode, I'm actually going to be talking about a personal story of mine. And I've talked about this uh, here and there and, and briefly, but I don't think I've really explained it in detail, at least on this podcast. I think I um, talked a little bit about it on my other podcast, um, No Backtalk, because it is geared towards Asian communities. So if, again, if you're interested in listening to my podcast with my cousins, um, go ahead and check it out. It is No Backtalk Podcast. But yeah, so I am actually going to be talking about creating relationships, just like how you create results in life, creating a loving relationship that you want. And this is actually going to be a story about me and my mom. Um, Again, I think I talked a little bit about it here and there, but I don't really think I talked about it in much detail because it is very it is personal but it is something that is very important to me because i really have come to this point in my life that i am in such a good relationship with my mom now and i really can't believe it i I honestly thought that we would never have this mother-daughter relationship that we both yearn for but now it's here and it's great and we I mean we've always loved each other but we did have some really really hard times um, and it wasn't until actually last year 
when I really was able to create that loving and compassionate bond with my mom. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. And I think it's really important, um, again, sharing this because I don't think I'm the only one um, out there, at least I don't like to think that I am, that uh, as in an Asian household, like parents, our relationship with our parents can be very surface level. And I think I talked a little bit about that on my last episode of being a perfectionist, um, but it's definitely, you know, the, the, expectations that they have on us and we what we have on them is totally different one being of course the upbringing them being upbrought by our grandparents their parents and it's totally different times same thing with us we live in such a different era in time that it's you know everything's different we we think differently we do things differently so of course there's going to be some lack of expectations that are not met that we put upon our parents and them putting it on us as well, right? And I wanted to give this again because I want to share my experience because I feel like a lot of you guys really relate or understand better about the topics that I talk about if I share a personal experience or just put like an example to it um, rather than just kind of just talking about the topic itself like when I talk about learning about emotions and how to process emotions or how to do thought work and stuff and it's better to understand it through actual personal experience plus you know you can you can see me as living proof that once you are able to take care of yourself you can therefore then love others in so in tenfold and just like in so much love um but yeah i'm i'm gonna stop <laughs> um stop there and actually get into the story so my relationship with my parents in general were very surface level like my dad was a typical asian man who didn't really say much he wasn't really emotionally available and he just did his job he just did like kind of the housework as far as like mowing the lawn, digging out the trash, you know, just going to work, making money and making sure that there's, um, that bills are paid. That was his role that he was taught and that's what he was given and that's how he just kind of kept going. <laughs> and I, I didn't really have much expectations on him because he kind of set that standard. I'd say that we did have a more, um, closer relationship I guess me and my dad when I was younger because he was home more often than my mom just because of the way that his work schedule was he was a traditional nine to five where my mom unfortunately was um you know had to work night shifts because I was young and so somebody had to watch me so my mom would be home at during the day while my dad would be gone at work and then my mom would go to work at night and while my dad would be home at night to of course take care of me right and my sister of course um so that's how the dynamic was and going back to me and my mom my mom and I I want to preface this my mom isn't like if you met my mom everyone says that she's 
like the sweetest and she's super nice which she is my mom is such a nice person and such a loving person she loves to give she's she's a caretaker she's a motherly caretaker and that's where i get my personality from if you know me personally i'm a motherly person i love to take care of others as well and it could be honestly a big reason why me and my mom fought a lot because we are such similar people now that i realize um now that i'm older but yeah, so I mean, both of us are very motherly. We want to give love and we want to give love to each other. We wanted this mother-daughter bond, but ever since I could remember, we fought every single day. We clashed so much. We had different opinions about things and it would lead into really bad fights, guys. It would, it would lead into like fights like screaming matches we wouldn't talk for months with each other we would like i think the longest was like three months and I, I would say most of it was me being petty and all upset and bratty you know me growing up um and of course of course, you know she would feel hurt about me acting that way and then she's like okay well if she's gonna act bratty well i'm not gonna care so she doesn't talk, and then she won't talk to me right <laughs> and so that's how the cycle went and i you know there would be good moments and there would be times where i thought we would get through we would have breakthroughs but then it would quickly go back to the same toxic cycle and i just couldn't understand it because we weren't we are totally different people when it comes to other people like we could be the super nice and loving to other people and even other family members but to each other we were like different people it was kind of it was really it was really weird and we just went at it with each other we said the meanest things we we really hurt each other's feelings and we were both very emotional people i would say we're both very emotional people um but yeah and this again it wasn't until last year honestly that i finally was able to create this loving and compassionate relationship with my mom and in i'm 25 guys that means that i didn't even have this relationship until i was 24. like even when i moved out my first year moving out because you know what they say that when you move out the heart grows fonder and you know you're away from each other which did help that i had like a breather with my mom like like again we weren't i mean we weren't always at each other's throat when i got older um it was definitely worse when i was in high school middle school and high school and then in college eh, here and there but once i like was in my last year of college it was kind of simmering down because like i was about to leave and she was like you know of course sad that her first child is leaving and you know she's graduated and then of course i was sad like leaving my mom um you know i was definitely sad that you know i not gonna see my parents every day and um and being being comfortable under their roof but that first year was definitely a nice breather but i still didn't feel like that mother mother daughter bond and she didn't either and it again it wasn't until last year when i sought help for my mental health and i first did that with through therapy luckily the job i had at the time um, offered free therapy for your first five sessions or something and i was like at my lowest point um so i thought you know why not i'll try it out 
and then um, I did therapy it was great uh, but I still needed something more I felt like it wasn't giving me the the push forward that I wanted like I'm like okay I know what is like wrong and what was going on and why I was feeling this way but now what do I do with it like how do I help myself and that's when life coaching came in right and I honestly did not tell my coach at that time that I wanted to work on my relationships like I didn't tell her anything about my relationship with my mom and dad I didn't tell her anything about my relationship with my partner um, my boyfriend Daniel and I mean I didn't tell her anything about relationships period <laughs> I solely went to her because I wanted to work on my confidence and I wanted to work on my self-esteem and to learn how to love myself more that was the only thing that I went to her for and then in result of doing the work on myself I got the byproducts of loving and compassionate relationships with everyone that's in my life like like Daniel my boyfriend and my mom my dad and my even my work relationships in it's it was just crazy to me because I wasn't even looking for it but it just happened and I want to tell you guys like that was just I just had that mind-blowing moment when I was like discussing it with my coach I was like you know like whatever happens in the end um, because you know I'm, I am a life coach now and I love this work and I and I'm so passionate about mental health and trying to advocate it and be proactive as spreading awareness and whatever happens if I don't end up doing it as my full-time job I am so grateful for what I've learned because it honestly changed my whole life without even like thinking that I like I honestly didn't think the impacts were going to be so big and so when I sought out for my mental health and I was you know again working on myself I learned to love myself first and be compassionate with my past self then that suddenly opened so much more room to be compassionate and loving towards my mom, right? And and I, I think I said this on my last podcast, is that when I learn to be compassionate myself, it connects to, my past self connects to basically the upbringing that I learned from my parents, right? And I didn't know better because my parents influenced me. And then knowing that I didn't know better Therefore, I was like thinking about my mom and my dad. I'm like, well, they didn't really know better either, right? If my mental health was like that because they, that's what they knew and that's what they taught me or like that's why they raised me in a certain way, then they absolutely didn't know either, right? They don't know how to really express their emotions. They don't know anything about um, emotional intelligence. They only know how to repress it. And it's not really fair for me to hold them at that responsibility even if they're my parents right they're still humans and i applaud them for trying and putting up with my you know bratty and screaming self and i'm not saying that my mom you know didn't say mean things either and was really nasty towards me either but again we were both people that wanted to give love to each other and we wanted this mother daughter bond but we just didn't know how to express it 
and we didn't know what to do. We didn't know exactly how. And once I learned, again, once I learned how to love myself, I was then able to learn to love my mom. And my mom didn't get any type of like mental health help because of a language barrier. Um, And she's still kind of like, she's not really like, she doesn't fully understand it too much just again because of the language barrier and she's not really accustomed to it because of the way she um, grew up but I fully believe that because I showed up in the relationship loving less judgmental and more compassionate she felt more she felt that she felt that more love and she felt less judged and therefore she felt like she could just feel more relaxed and to to be okay that like okay now i know victoria isn't going to be taking everything so personal or every like something is different right and i'm not saying that our relationship is perfect now but I absolutely can confidently say that it's so much better than what it was before. And and it's not like those breakthroughs where I thought in the past, like, oh, we had a breakthrough and it goes back to cycle. No, like we haven't had a fought, fight in a while. And now I, I would say it, it could be due to the distance, right? And of course, like we don't have that much time to talk to each other in the distance and all that stuff. But I still, my thoughts about my relationship with my mom and about her are still so loving and positive that you know whatever does you know happen i know how to you know respond and or i know i basically could tell what to do at that time and moment um again nothing's perfect and and you know we could fight and say things but i'm at this point in my life where i want this loving and I want to love her, show her love, and be compassionate that I'm choosing to do that always, right? Just like with any relationship, whether romantic, friendship, with your parents, you choose to love, right? And I know they say, oh, you should always love family, and family comes first, which is true in some sense, but not everybody actually has that privilege to have that family bond. And so honestly, I think loving, loving someone is actually a choice, especially with the type of like relationships that you have, like with longer relationships, like your parents, like family, like your partner, you, it's a choice. You choose to love. And I am choosing to love my mom back then. I was only choosing to be right. Like I in the and I would say that with with both of us, like we both did want to be right in the situation, didn't want to back down, didn't want to say sorry, we just wanted to be right. Um, but now we put like our egos aside. Well, at least I was able to put my ego aside. Therefore, she I could tell that she felt like she doesn't need to bring in hers either that we're just having a normal conversation now. We can have conversations without her like like I don't she doesn't judge me anymore which is great and it's because like I don't come in judging as well and it's great guys it's honestly great and I'm so so happy that I'm at this point with her because I I honest to god like honestly I didn't think that I was gonna have this relationship with my mom um I thought I was always gonna be kind of Um, surface level and it was always going to be you know really hard to maintain this type of relationship but no I 
I realized that what I had to do was fill my cup first in order to fill hers, right? I could not give as much as I wanted to give and um, love her and do all the things. Like I felt like I did feel guilty for being like this way to her and she's done, right? We always feel guilty for our parents because we, we want to give back to them. We've, they've done so much for us and so it's only right, right, that we, we then think, oh, we should give back to them. And I want to say that guilt guilt is not going to help you give back. Guilt is not going to help you love them more. Guilt's not going to motivate you to do more as far as like study more or try to, um, you know, work hard at your job. Guilt is not going to drive anything right? It is only going to make it worse. And that's what I had to learn that I can't drive on guilt. And I had to learn how to love starting with myself to in order to give love to my mom. And once I was able to release that guilt as well, I'm at the, you know, again, I'm at a point where I can, you know, give to her in a more authentic and loving way and not from guilt right and this and this honestly showed up also in my romantic relationship like with my boyfriend daniel like i could not understand why i would feel certain ways and like you know tend to pit fights here and there and try to make him responsible for my emotions when it's not his responsibility now i'm not saying again that he's perfect and but i definitely noticed that there are some things that I had to work on myself and once I have I just noticed our relationship was so much more like I don't know smoother <laughs> and it you know we wouldn't we wouldn't bicker often anymore we wouldn't have fights that often anymore and it was great and it, it's still great <laughs> and and I'm not and I'm not saying that I like oh Victoria just like just lets like is a doormat now and she just lets them do whatever um, they want to her no like I know how to stand my ground and be like hey like that was really rude or this and that like I just choose to approach it differently now like I don't think I'm a doormat at all when I set my boundaries with them with either my part romantic partner or with my parents or whoever like even in my relationship with my boss at work like I sending down your boundaries and you could do that in a more like you can do that in a nice and loving way it doesn't have to be like aggressive and mean and so I don't think I'm a doormat at all for doing that but yeah I mean I hope this story helped in some way and I mean the all in all the message that I want you guys to take away is that you have to be selfish as in you have to take care of yourself first you have to be selfish about yourself of taking care of your mental health getting help for yourself because you cannot help others unless you help yourself first just like the you know in the airlines where they tell you put on your mask first in order to help others because if you can't breathe how are you going to help the other person next to you right and it and it's the same in relationships if you don't learn to love yourself if you don't learn how to manage your emotions and to um create um the thought work that you want or thought patterns that you want 
it's it's going to be hard to give love and be compassionate with the other person that in your relationship again whether romantic or not because you are going to be your number one supporter and best friend and i learned that in the hard way you know after many years um and finally you know it didn't take and you know it did take until like i was i moved out and had to realize that on my own which is totally fine um because i think everything happens for a reason so there's that but <laughs> yeah I, again i hope this was a story that helped you I hope that you could relate or at least for you to see that I'm a person who's gone through it and am a living example of that if you take care of yourself you can give back tenfold all right so I hope this episode was helpful again and if you did like it please drop a rating please subscribe please share with your friends and let me know um, as well through Instagram, like DM me, let me know if you did enjoy it, if you didn't, you know, give me some tips and um, constructive criticism. I'm all for it. Other than that, I hope this gives you a different perspective of how you could enhance your relationships or even love more, even if it already is a really good, you have a really good relationship with your um, loved ones. But yeah, as always, um, I am taking clients right now. So if you are interested in signing up with me, go ahead and go to my Instagram bio and sign up for a consult or you can DM me either one. And if, even if you're not interested, that's okay. I'm always open to talk, no judgment. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna finally sign off now. <laughs> so I hope you have have a good rest of your day, whatever day you're listening to this. And I will talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye.